It's always your fault. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter all the things that you change or develop or transition or respond, it's always your fault. Do you ever feel like the goalpost seems like it's moving every single day? Every single week, the other person in your life is keeps moving the things that they said they wanted. The expectations that they maybe eventually gave you or the expectations that they never gave. And when you're in those toxic relationships, when you're with someone who isn't willing to be honest and isn't willing to be transparent, it gets to the place where you start to see, believe, and think that what they're saying is true when they tell you that it's always your fault. If you guys don't know who I am, my name's Ben Taylor. I run Raw Motivations and I'm a self-aware narcissist that's on this platform in TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, on the platforms to provide awareness about narcissism is healing, growth, and change. And every single day we're doing that with producing videos to help people understand what narcissism is, how it affects them, how it destroys lives. And also we're on these platforms to engage with people, whether it's doing a live event, whether it's uh, engaging with different Zoom calls, and different things like that to help people progress from one level to the next, to break out of the trauma bond, the, the trauma that they've been through that makes them feel like they, they know this person's toxic, but I still want to be with them. I still want to go be with them. I still want to interact. I still want to see them. And they're walking them through like the detox phase of like, how do I get my mind free from that thought? from that addiction to another person? And then how do I change my life so that I have good solid boundaries so I don't go back with this person and so I don't end up with another toxic person down the road? And a lot of times working with people on a day-to-day -day basis, it gives insight and it gives different thought, thought process of what they're going through, what they're experiencing. One of the people that I talked to um, just earlier today had the idea and had the thought that was always pressed upon them almost every single day from the toxic person in their life of that it was always their fault, no matter what they did. Do you relate to that? Is that something that, that you can see in your life that it didn't seem like no matter what you did, there was always something that was wrong. There was always something that you weren't even good enough to be able to get their love, attention, and support. You see, when you're working with someone who has narcissistic traits, sociopathic traits, a psychopath traits, just a toxic person, or maybe just an asshole, you might be working with someone who is always trying to move that goalpost farther down to make your work harder for it. Oftentimes, this is where you get the idea of the idealization and the devaluation phase of narcissistic abuse. And that's where the person builds you up so much that when they take away that platform, when they take away that pillar that they put you up on, you're always going to be trying to get back to it. And as you try to get back to it, they kind of pull away even more, making you wonder and making you think, maybe something's wrong with me. Because I didn't think I changed, but they're saying I changed. They're saying that it's my fault. And you start to believe that over a period of time. You start to wonder, you start to think, maybe it's something that I'm doing. The narcissist, the sociopath, psychopath, the toxic person in your life wants you to believe that it's your fault. 
The reason why they want you to believe that it's your fault is because when you believe, when you take the blame and the responsibility of something that happened or something that was caused, they don't have to own that. See, as a narcissist, I would never want to admit that anything was my fault. Get to a situation, get to the place where I made that decision. I caused something to happen. And the only way to be able to acknowledge it would be to be able to say it was my fault. I would never do that. It almost felt like I couldn't do that. Like, like the words wouldn't come out to say either I was wrong or that was my fault. Like that was almost impossible to be able to say. It was much easier in my head. It was much easier to put it on someone else, to put it on a different situation, a different experience or something else going on. Well, no, like it wasn't my fault. It was so-and-so, you know, it was my wife's fault because she did X, Y, and Z. It was my boss's fault for putting me in that role or in that position. It was my job's fault for stressing me out and making me work so many hours. It was, and the list goes on and on, of all the blame to be able to put on everyone else, but never to accept on my own. And so as a narcissist, I want to be able to say that everything is your fault. I want to be able to push it back on you. If I can take that blame and I can take it off of me and I can push it back on you, it's almost like the idea of that I compartmentalize it as I push it away. And I'm like, okay, that's done with. Like, I don't have to think about that. I don't have to worry about any that anymore because I've processed that. I've put it in a box and I've given it to you. And maybe because you've been in that relationship for such a period of time, you start to think maybe it is my fault. Maybe I am the toxic person. Maybe I'm the person that's wrong here. And you start to take that. You take that fault. You take that blame. You take that responsibility from the person who actually did the deed. And for the narcissist, they start to feel better. They start to think, it's not that bad. I can do bad things and I can push it back on someone else and then I don't have to feel it. Sometimes your narcissist will get tired of saying, it's your fault. Because of the fact that you keep standing up for yourself. Because of the fact you keep putting up a boundary and saying, no, it's not. I didn't make that decision. Then you'll start to see them digress a little bit and twist it. Just change it just slightly. And instead of saying your fault, they'll end up saying, well, you know, it's our fault. You know, we just have communication issues. You know, we both were a little toxic to each other. Like, there was issues that we both had. There was really, like, things that we both need to work on. Because they still want to be able to spread out the blame. The difference in a narcissist's mind is not there at all. They want to say, hey, it's your fault. And in their mind, they still put all the blame on you. So whenever they say it's our fault, the only thing that's different is they just took off the why. Because in reality, they don't change their thought process. Even if I say, hey, it's our fault, what that means is I'm not putting the blame on me. I'm still putting it on you. It might appear that it's like a shared or a mutual like, hey, we're both at fault here. But in my mind, I'm still thinking, hey, if it's our fault, they accepted it. I'm not taking it. So that is still going on them. It's like a mind game. The narcissist, the sociopath, the psychopath, the toxic person will try to put the blame on you so they don't have to feel the feelings of guilt. So they don't have to feel the feelings of shame. And ultimately, so they don't have to take accountability and responsibility for their actions. 
If you've seen some of my previous videos, one of the aspects that we talked about in the, the video about freedom and the video about responsibility and things like that has the phrase, you know, with great power comes responsibility. Well, as a narcissist, I want great power. I want to be in control of everything. I want to be in control of my mask. I want to be in control of how you perceive me, of how other people perceive me. But I don't want the responsibility to follow me based on the actions that I do. That concept, that thought process is I don't want to take accountability, responsibility for the things that I do. So when they pop up of like, hey, you know, this is your fault. When they pop up of saying, hey, this is you, um, someone holding me accountable, account, accountable for something I did. I have to be able to take that and be like, wait a second, I can't internalize this. That produces guilt. That produces shame. That produces all these uncomfortable like feelings and emotions. I got to put it on someone else. So I push it back and I blame someone else. I say, hey, that is your fault. For a lot of people, they start to get to a place where it's put on them so much through the fog of the, the word salad, the narcissistic speech, like the gaslighting, the manipulating, the future faking, all this stuff gets put on. They start to think, maybe it is my fault. Maybe I'm the reason why this person did this. But it's important to understand the simple concept that the other person is in charge of what they're actually doing. And it's simple because it makes sense to the majority of us. But in these types of relationships, all those lines get muddled. All those lines get faded. And you start to take accountability for what someone else should be responsible for. Think of it as you're driving down the road. And the other person is in the, path, is in the driver's seat. And they decide to speed. They decide to go 60 miles an hour in a 35 mile an hour speed limit. In that moment of time when they made that decision... Was that your responsibility? You could say something. You could try to hold them accountable. But ultimately, the person that pressed the gas was not you. And you're not there screaming at them to go 60 in a 35. You're not there holding a weapon to their head saying like, hey, you need to go faster. But that's what the narcissist will make you think. It will make you feel. They'll try to switch it all back on you and say, hey, you are the reason why I cheated. You are the reason why I lied. I lied to be able to protect you from being hurt. I cheated because I wasn't getting enough from you. I did this because, and it always comes back around. The idea of you saying, of you thinking that it's your fault because of things that they've said to you is just a manipulation tactic from the narcissist to be able to take all the blame that they're thinking, feeling, experiencing, all the shame, all the guilt, and be able to put it on someone else. And when you accept that, that means in their mind that you're willing to continue that. And you're willing to continue to be that emotional punching bag that they can keep dumping trauma on you time and time again so that they don't have to feel it, so they don't have to experience it. And then you end up lugging around and carrying all of their shame, all of their guilt through the form of abuse, through the form of trauma, through the form of rage. And that's what starts messing with your head. If you're in that relationship with someone with a toxic person and you start noticing like, hey, I'm apologizing more for things that I didn't do. I'm taking responsibility for things that it was their decision. I want you to acknowledge that and take back your power to understand, hey, I'm in charge of my decisions. They're in charge of their decisions. A lot of people ask, how do I get a narcissist to change? How do I get a toxic person to realize what they're doing? And at the end of the day, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. It's the same concept on the other side. You can't force them to change, 
they can't force you to take the guilt. So be careful what you receive. If you haven't had a chance to see one of the live events for question and answers, we're on Wednesday night on YouTube with Lee Hammock, Mental Healness, and myself. Thursday nights, we're on multiple platforms from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time. And also on the NARC app. We have an unlisted uh, channel that goes on uh, 9.30 to 10.30 on the NARC app. You can download an Apple or Google Play. NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, establishing a safe place for survivors to be able to come in tell their stories, ask questions, be able to share different thoughts, ideas that's in a safe environment because we realize and we want to be sensitive to a lot of people have a lot going on and some people are still in the thick of it trying to get out. Feel free to join a community that's helping people get out and also helping encourage them along the way. Thanks so much. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule a one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.